Today we're reading from Psalm 38, Job chapters 8 through 11, Proverbs chapter 21 verses 28 and 29, and then 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 through 28. My name is Caleb Aron. I'm the host of the Walk with God podcast and YouTube channel. Thank you for joining me today on the 23rd day of August 2020, and let's go to the Lord in prayer before we start our podcast today. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, so much for the grace that you have given us, the mercy and the favor that you have given us to be able to study your word, to know you better, and to have a relationship with you. Lord, I pray for the hearers that you would open our ears, our minds, and our hearts to receive your instruction and to apply your word to our lives and apply the principles that we're learning from your word to our lives and to love others and to share your love, your love with them, Lord. I pray that you would open their heart to receive your Son, Jesus Christ, as their Savior, to be saved today, and to grow then from that point forward in a good relationship with you, Lord, trusting and having their faith in you and confidence in your holy word. Lord, I pray for our country that you would revive the hearts of our men and our women to be saved and to grow their families and to lead their families well, to also be saved and to inspire the rest of the world to also trust in you as their Savior and to grow in grace and to grow in mercy and in truth and in trust of the Lord Jesus Christ in your holy word. I pray for our president, our vice president, our congressmen, our judges, our governors, our mayors, our city council members, our local citizens, Lord, that you would save their soul, that you would uh, encourage them, that you would uplift them, that you would protect them, that you would keep them safe, as well as all of our uh, police, our uh, border patrol agents, our uh, soldiers, our military, our uh, the Coast Guard, our EMTs, our doctors, our nurses, our uh, security officers, our Secret Service agents, all those that are doing uh, a good work and a good job. I pray that you would pray that you would protect them and keep them safe. Help them to do your will. Help them to uh, walk in mercy and in justice and with humility and to do your will, Lord God. And please overturn Roe versus Wade. Please overturn this murderous, murderous laws and murderous judgments, Lord, to follow after your will, Father. And please turn the hearts of our leaders, just as you said that you would the, turn the hearts of kings, just as rivers of waters. Let your holy will be done. We pray for the healing of Joel McConkie and of Leela and of Grandpa Napuanoa and Grandpa Delano and of Janie Martinez and of Brother Ken Planty and Linda, uh, Brother Stu's wife as well in New York. And we pray for their healing and their health. We pray for comfort for the Young family, the Johnson family, the Alanis family, the Alanis families, and uh, all of the families that are mourning the deaths of loved ones. We pray for the healing of our land and of our nation and of our world from this COVID virus. Please heal us, Lord. Please make us whole and let your holy will be done. Help us to grow, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now turning to Psalm 38 is where we're reading today, and it says, O Lord, rebuke me not in thy wrath, neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure. For thine arrows stick fast in me, and thy hand presseth me sore. There is no soundness in my flesh because of thine anger, neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin. For mine iniquities are gone over mine head, as in heavy burden they are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and are corrupt because of my foolishness. I am troubled, I am bowed down greatly, I go mourning all the day long. For my loins are filled with a loathsome disease, and there is no soundness in my flesh. 
I am feeble and sore broken. I have roared by reason of the disquietness of my heart. Lord, all my desire is before thee, and my groaning is not hid from thee. My heart panteth, and my strength faileth me. As for the light of mine eyes, it also is gone from me. My lovers and my friends stand aloof from my sore, and my kinsmen stand afar off. They also that seek after my life lay snares for me, and they that seek my hurt speak mischievous things and imagine deceits all the day long. But I, as a deaf man, heard not, and I was as a dumb man that openeth not his mouth. Thus I was as a man that heareth not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs. For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Thou wilt hear, O Lord my God. For I said, Hear me, lest... Otherwise they should rejoice over me when my foot slippeth, they magnify themselves against me. For I am ready to halt, and my sorrow is continually before me. For I will declare mine iniquity, I will be sorry for my sin. But mine enemies are lively, and they are strong, and they that hate me wrongfully are multiplied. They also that render evil for good are mine adversaries, because I follow the thing that good is. Forsake me not, O Lord, O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. When we are in distress, we can always turn unto the Lord and pray unto him and trust in him. Now turning to the book of Job, or starting from chapter 8, reading through chapter 11 today. And it says, Then answered Bildad the Shuhite, and said, How long wilt thou speak these things, and how long shall the words of thine mouth be like a strong wind? Doth God pervert judgment, or doth the Almighty pervert justice? If thy children have sinned against him, and he have cast them away for their transgression, if thou wouldest seek unto God betimes, and make thy supplication to the Almighty, if thou wert pure and upright, surely now he would awake for thee, and make the habitation of thy righteousness prosperous. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end shall, should greatly increase. For inquire, I pray thee, of the former age, and prepare thyself to the search of their fathers. For we are but of yesterday, and know nothing, because our days upon earth are a shadow. Shall not they teach thee, and tell thee, and utter words out of their heart? Can the rush grow up without mire? Can the flag grow without water? Whilst it is yet in his greenness, and not cut down, it withereth before any other herb. So are the paths of all that forget God, and the hypocrites hope that shall perish whose hope shall be cut off, and whose trust shall be a spider's web. He shall lean upon his house, but it shall not stand. He shall hold it fast, but it shall not endure. He is green before the sun, and his branch shooteth up forth in his garden. His roots are wrapped about the heap, and seethe the place of stones. If he destroy him from his place, then it shall deny him, saying, I have not seen thee. Behold, this is the joy of his way, and out of the earth shall others grow. Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man, neither will he help the evildoers, till he fill thy mouth with laughing, and thy lips with rejoicing. They that hate thee shall be clothed with shame, and the dwelling place of the wicked shall come to naught. Then Job answered and said, I know it is so of a truth, but how should a man be just with God? If he will contend with him, he cannot answer him one of a thousand. He is wise in heart, and mighty in strength, who hath hardened himself against him, and hath prospered. Which removeth the mountains, and they know not, which overturneth them in his anger, which shaketh the earth out of her place, and the pillars thereof tremble, which commandeth the sun, and it riseth not, and sealeth up the stars, which alone spreadeth out the heavens, and treadeth upon the waves of the sea, which maketh Arcturus, Orion, and Pleiades, and the chambers of the south, which doeth great things past finding out, yea, and wonders without number. Lo, he goeth by me, and I see him not. He passeth on also, but 
I perceive him not. Behold, he taketh away. Who can hinder him? Who will say unto him, What doest thou? If God will not withdraw his anger, the proud helpers who stoop under him, how much less shall I answer him, and choose out my words to reason with him? Whom, though I were righteous, yet would I not answer, but I would make supplication to my judge. If I had called, and he had answered me, yet would I not believe that he had hearkened unto my voice. For he breaketh me with a tempest, and multiplieth my wounds without cause. He will not suffer me to take my breath, but filleth me with bitterness. If I speak of strength, yo, lo, he is strong. And if of judgment, who shall set me a time to plead? If I justify myself, mine own mouth shall condemn me. If I say, I am perfect, it shall also prove me perverse. Though I were perfect, yet would I not know my soul. I would despise my life. This is one thing, therefore I said it. He destroyeth the perfect and the wicked. If the scourge slay suddenly, he will laugh at the trial of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covereth the faces of the judges thereof. If not, where and who is he? Now my days are swifter than a post. They flee away. They see no good. They are passed away as the swift ships, as the eagle that hasteth to the prey. If I say, I will forget my complaint, I will leave off my heaviness and comfort myself. I am afraid of all my sorrows. I know that thou wilt not hold me innocent. If I be wicked, why then labor I in vain? If I wash myself with snow water, and make my hands never so clean, yet shalt thou plunge me in the ditch, and mine own clothes shall abhor me. For he is not a man as I am, that I should answer him, and we should come together in judgment. Neither is there any daysman betwixt us that might lay his hand upon us both. Let him take his rod away from me, and let not his fear terrify me. Then would I speak and not fear him, but it is not so with me. Chapter 10 my soul is weary of my life. I will leave my complaint upon myself. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will say unto God, Do not condemn me. Show me wherefore thou contendest with me. Is it good unto thee that thou shouldest oppress, that thou shouldest despise the work of thine hands, and shine upon the counsel of the wicked? Hast thou eyes of flesh, or seest thou as man seeth? Are thy days as the days of man? Are thy years as man's days, that thou inquirest after mine iniquity, and searchest after my sin? Thou knowest that I am not wicked, and there is none that can deliver out of thine hand. Thine hands have made me, and fashioned me together round about, yet thou dost destroy me. Remember, I beseech thee, that thou hast made me as the clay, and wilt thou bring me into dust again? Hast thou not poured me out as milk, and curdled me like cheese? Thou hast clothed me with skin and flesh, and hast fenced me with bones and sinews. Thou hast granted me life and favor, and thy visitation hath preserved my spirit. And these things hast thou hid in thine heart. I know that this is with thee. If I sin, then thou markest me, and thou wilt not acquit me from mine iniquity. If I be wicked, woe unto me, and if I be righteous, yet will I not lift up my head. I am full of confusion. Therefore see thou mine affliction, for it increaseth. Thou huntest me as a fierce lion, and again thou showest thyself marvellous upon me. Thou renewest thy witnesses against me, and increasest thy indignation upon me. Changes and war are against me. Wherefore then hast thou brought me forth out of the womb? Oh, that I had given up the ghost, and no eye had seen me. I should have been as though I had not been. I should have been carried from the womb to the grave. Are not my days few? Cease then, and let me alone, that I may take comfort a little. Before I go, whence I shall not return, even to the land of darkness and the shadow of death, a land of darkness as darkness itself, and of the shadow of death without any order, and where the light is as darkness. Chapter 11 
Then answered Zophar the Naamathite, and said, Should not the multitude of words be answered, and should a man full of talk be justified? Should thy lies make men hold their peace, and when thou mockest shall no man make thee ashamed? For thou hast said, My doctrine is pure, and I am clean in thine eyes. But oh, that God would speak and open his lips against thee, and that he would show thee the secrets of wisdom, that they are double to that which is. Know therefore that God exacteth of thee less than thine iniquities deserveth. Canst thou by searching find out God? Canst thou find out the Almighty unto perfection? It is as high as heaven. What canst thou do? Deeper than hell, what canst thou know? The measure thereof is longer than the earth, and broader than the sea. If he cut off and shut up, or gather together, then who can hinder him? For he knoweth vain men. He seeth wickedness also. Will he not then consider it? For vain man would be wise, though man be born like a wild ass's colt. If thou prepare thine heart, and stretch out thine hands toward him, if iniquity be in thine hand, put it far away, and let not wickedness dwell in thy tabernacles. For then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot. Yea, thou shalt be steadfast, and shalt not fear, because thou shalt forget thy misery, and remember it as waters that pass away. And thine age should be clearer than the noonday. Thou shalt shine forth, thou shalt be as the morning. And thou Thou shalt be secure, because there is hope. Yea, thou shalt dig about thee, and thou shalt take thy rest in safety. Also thou shalt lie down, and none shall make thee afraid. Yea, many shall make suit unto thee. But the eyes of the wicked shall fail, and they shall not escape, and their hope shall be as the giving up of the ghost. Once again in these passages, Job is establishing and maintaining that he is innocent, that he has not done that which deserved the destruction and the mourning that he is being caused now or that he is experiencing now. And in chapter 8, we see that Bildad, the Shuhite, he answers and says, Does God pervert judgment or doth the Almighty pervert justice? And he says, If thy children have sinned against him, and he cast them away for their transgression. If he, He's saying, If your family has done wrong, and if you have done wrong would not God do this which is being done unto you or that would not God do this that you are experiencing now and so repent and he looks to nature for his answers and for his uh, ways or for his wisdom and he looks at nature and say like the rush or like the flag or like the papyrus or like that is which is growing out of the water when it is green if it is being baked by the sun or if it's being destroyed by the the weather it is not this just natural or is not this just logical because behold god will not cast away a perfect man neither will he help the evil doers and so he's using this logic to say job you must be guilty and then we also see that zophar the naamathai he's also saying should not the multitude of words be answered and my doctrine he say that you job are saying my doctrine is pure and i am clean in thine eyes but oh that god would speak and open his lips against thee saying that you job you must be guilty and he's saying in the last verse here, but the eyes of the wicked shall fail, and they shall not escape, and their hope shall be as the giving up of the ghost. Their very hope of the wicked shall be destroyed, and shall be death. Job answers uh, Bildad the Shuhite, and we have not seen his answer for uh, Zophar yet, but we see that Job has answered. He, he's maintaining his innocency, that before the Lord, he would like to make his, uh, his petition, that he would like the Lord to hear him as a just judge, and to answer him. Once again, we are seeing that the wrong way to go about comforting a friend is to blame him for the cause of his own reasons of mourning. 
but we should always encourage our friends to look to the Lord and to love the Lord God and to seek after him and to pray and uh, pray for maybe wisdom or pray for understanding and pray for comfort especially and be that encouragement to them. Now let's turn to the book of Proverbs. Let's learn the real wisdom of God and let's learn from Proverbs chapter 21 verses 28 and 29 today. And it says, A false witness shall perish, but the man that heareth speaketh constantly. A wicked man hardeneth his face, but as for the upright, he directeth his way. And these verses are talking about a good witness versus a false witness. A good witness will speak that which he has seen and heard and be true to his witness, but a false witness shall perish because of his falsity that he has maintained. A wicked man hardens his face. He does not allow anything to change his ways, but a wise man, an upright man, he directeth his way according to the instruction of the Lord. Lord that is given unto him. If he is given a reproof, he repents and he follows after the Lord and does not harden and stiffen his neck and his face after just seeking his own way. Let's be like that upright man. Let's follow after the Lord. Now we're going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 through 28. And it says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that he was seen of James, then of all the apostles, and last of all he was seen of me also, as of one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, that am not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach, and so ye believed. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. Ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, afterward they that are Christ's at his coming, then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. 
for he hath put all things under his feet. But when he saith, All things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which did put all things under him. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Here in chapter 15, we see that Paul is walking through the logic of Christianity and of salvation and of trust in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he's giving that which he gave to the Corinthian church when he first gave there. And then he's explaining that that which, also, which he also first received, that Jesus Christ, the Christ, the Messiah, died for our sins according to the scriptures, fulfilling prophecy that he would die for the sins of all mankind. And then also was raised up again, also fulfilling scripture, that he would not stay dead, but that after three days he would be raised again from the dead, according to the scriptures. And then he was not only raised from the dead and then directly ascended into heaven, and no man saw him, and this was a mystery religion, but he was raised from the dead, and he was seen of Peter, Cephas, it says. And then after that, he was seen of the twelve apostles. And then after that, he was seen also of the above 500 brethren at once. He was also seen of James, then of all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen by Paul himself, the author of this letter. And so he was seen by over 500 people. He was seen by many witnesses. We have this testimony written of the witness of those people that saw the Lord Jesus Christ, who was raised from the dead after he was raised from the dead. He had died, he was fully dead, then he was fully raised and fully alive again. He was not, as some speculate or as some say, that he was just in a swoon or he was just in a uh, state where he was unconscious and his heartbeat was so low that it could not be detected. No, the Roman centurions and the Roman guard, they had stabbed directly into his lungs with the spear and there came out blood and water. If there would have just come out blood, blood, then he would have been considered still unconscious and still alive, but the testimony of seeing that both blood and water came out shows that the water had proceeded to fill his lungs so that he could not be alive anymore. This is a process that only happens after death, and so he was dead on the cross before they ever stabbed him with the spear. He was dead on the cross when they stabbed him with the spear and removed it and that water and blood mixture flowed out. He was dead when they removed him from the cross. He was dead when they placed him in the tomb. He was dead for the three full days that he was in the tomb. And then on the third day, he was alive again. He was raised from the dead. He spoke to that stone and moved it out of the way himself. He as God and as a man, fully God and fully man, removed himself from the stone and from the grave and from that place of the garden of a close position close to the Mount of Calvary. And so after this, he presented himself, he showed himself to all of the brethren, showing that he was alive, giving them a testimony to proceed to declare unto all of the world, giving them a commandment to show that he was alive and to wait for the Holy Spirit and then to fulfill the Great Commission to spread.
spread his name, his gospel, his good news that he had died for sin and was alive and was offering free eternal life to all who will believe on his name now to the entire world. This is what they were believing on. But Paul is saying if Christ is not risen, if the resurrection is not a real thing, then we above all other men on this earth are most miserable for our hope is only in this world and not in the world to come. And we are allowing ourselves to be persecuted and to be blamed and to be mocked and to be scourged and to be beaten and to be driven from our homes for nothing. But Christ is risen from the dead. We have a hope in Christ. And now it says in verse 20, is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. He is the proof that there is eternal life. He is the proof that there is a life eternal to be lived with him and with God from this point forward. Just as Adam, the first Adam, the first man, all died because of his sin, even so because of Christ shall all be made alive, shall all be resurrected, shall all be given eternal life because he has done for all what all men could not do for themselves. Then he's also giving the prophecy then that Jesus will return and he will receive us to himself. All men shall be raised again. There shall be a resurrection and then there shall be a millennial reign of Christ until he put all enemies under his feet and he has then able to deliver all of the world, all of the kingdoms of men, all of the kingdom of his millennial kingdom up to the Father and we shall be able to look forward to that eternity living with the Father and seeing all these things happen after the resurrection, after we have been given our glorified bodies as well. Friend, thank you for studying the Word of God with me today. I truly hope it has been a blessing for you. If you have any questions, comments, prayer requests, please send them to me. I'd love to pray with you for them, and I'll look for them, and then I'll see you tomorrow for the next Walk With God podcast. God bless you today.